the You're music. You're a very selfish man, aren't you? I'm extremely... I'm selfish. I'm incredibly lazy. Um, and I don't like it when the music's too loud. I'm essentially about 55 now, even though... And I drink ale as well. Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 296. My name is Colin Ahern, and with me this week, ho, 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 <laughs> it's Josh Wise. Hello. I wonder if you can get that cultural reference. No, I think that one, like most of the other ones, is beyond me, actually. Josh, th- I'm talking, that one can work any year, because I am referencing Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right, that's right. Do you know the, the big lad the big who, fat man dressed who, in red because of coke. Dressed in red because of coke, yeah. He, he was green, wasn't he? He was green and brown, I think it was. I think it was green and brown. Well, coke or, saved him, to be honest. Did they? Well, green and brown, they're not, that's not great. Isn't is that it? a flattering colour? No. <laughs> green would be alright. Red, I, red I, is exciting, it's dangerous. It's sexy, it's yeah, exciting. Yeah, it is sexy. He's a, he's a big, sexy, jolly man. He is. A very giving man as well. Oh, yes. In, in yeah. fairness, you know, and, and incredible how he gets around but the he's world. But he's got a ludicrous task and he manages it he every does. year. He does. But then. He has the rest... Well, does he? Does he have the rest of the year off? Well, listen... Because, like, the, are the elves not the, the workhorses? Every, yeah, I think the elves are the workforce, so it's very much, you know... He has, to, he has to manage them, make sure they're... Do you think he's a micromanager? Uh, most definitely, I think yeah. he likes quality control across the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. All he, of the presents have to be perfect. Monthly meetings with every elf, and just to see that if they have any concerns about the, the current setup in the factory or yeah, anything like that. Definitely. I'm sure there was... And the elves, I dare say, misbehave from time to time. So, so I've heard. if, you know, if there's any disciplinaries, Santa will be there to administer. Look, I you think. have to. Yeah. As yeah. you said, it is a big job, so you got to make sure everyone's firing in all cylinders. Pulling in the same direction. So if there's one yeah. elf who who's, you know, out of place or trying to mess with the, the situation and, and the yeah, just sort the of stream. frolicking when he should be working, mm. as elves are wont to do. You can't have that, Josh. No, you can't. You can't. On to the news this week. And, Josh, mm. I hear you are a massive Disney fan. Oh, you... Well... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Just yeah, yes. they're Just good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, massive Disney and fan. Massive, I like them a lot. Massive, like, Final Fantasy fan or Square oh, Enix. Don't get me started with the big hair and the big swords. I love it all. It's all good. I know you in particular, above mm. all, above the, the our, our regular podcast partner who isn't here today, Rich Walker, may turn up later. Uh, or, yeah, but news, around here somewhere. Newsman, Mike Harrington, yeah. or anyone. You. You love the Kingdom Hearts. I can't get enough of it. And you can't wait until Kingdom Hearts 3. So, Josh, I am going to tell you, be wary of the internet. Uh Uh-oh. In the next while. Because some early copies have been getting into the hands of some pesky little bastards. Yeah. And some spoilers have been leaked onto the web as well. I know, I saw, I saw, and because people on Twitter, tr- they try, but I've, like, so, so someone tweeted, the, and I can't remember who it was, but they were like, everyone, everyone, there's Kingdom Hearts spoilers out there, but don't, <laughs> don't go and read them, because we love Kingdom Hearts, we don't want to spoil it, and I was like... But you're tweeting about it. I didn't know about it until you tweeted about it. Fair. So the devoted fans doing the decent thing and be like, no, no, we're going to leave that. We're going to find out what happens when it bloody happens. I I like that. Like uh, Tetsuya Nomura, Mr. Kingdom Hearts. Indeed. He he basically asked fans, you know, look, you know, relax with the spoilers. Just enjoy the game when it comes out. And he he thanked fans as well Mm. for, like you said, for, for warning others that there are spoilers out there online. Would you, are you, if you know that there's spoilers, you're good at avoiding them. I I, I actively, religiously not. Yeah, if I 
trying to think of a game what's coming out next year that I um, very much well just any any game or TV show or film or whatever yeah, yeah. If, if I know I'm going to be watching it like, well, like yeah. True, True Detective starts next January right oh yes it does yes it does I love True the first season True Detective yeah, season amazing one. television one of the best pieces of entertainment of just media right Agreed. second one not quite as good no <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. But, but I can't wait for the third one. So, like, I j- all I need to know about True Detective season three mm. is where it's on and when it's on. Yeah, and and that's You'll all I need to know. So yeah, I am yeah, there. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's like that for Kingdom Hearts fans who've been waiting. I just need to know it's happening. 306 years for Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> well, this is the thing because knowing it's happening is a big part of it, right? Mm. Um, it was. It's been. Delayed and in the pipeline for absolutely ages, hasn't it? Kingdom mm. Hearts three, and when what do they have like two point five, two point two point eight, two point like it, it's it's how long has it been? Like five years or something? Quite plus for, for five since it's announced. I think. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. I'm sure it will be good, but you know, we shall see. I will avoid spoilers. Kingdom Hearts has a lot of characters, Josh. A lot of crossover there between your. Your Final Fantasies and your Disney's and your Pixar, although Pixar is Disney knows. That's why we love it. Yeah, that that is why we love it. One man who hasn't been in a Kingdom Hearts game, Mm. sadly. Hopefully, Mm. there is there is a chance in in Kingdom Hearts Four for this to happen. Super Mario, never been in it. Oh yes, never been in it. Now Charles Martin, eh? I I wouldn't be confident in saying he's been in, he has or hasn't been in it, so I will refrain from saying that. But Charles Martinet, the voice of Super Mario, and to be fair, the voice of Wario and Waluigi and Baby Mario and Baby Luigi, he's he's been in a couple done of a things. Lot. He's he been has, a busy, he has done a busy lot. chat. Well, he's just been awarded a Guinness World Record. Nice. He has uh, provided the voice of the plumber um, in more than one hundred. Things, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he he was awarded with, with this accolade for his performance of Mario in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, cool! Wait, what? But what was the what was the world? Was it most times voiced Mario uh, for most video game voiceover performances as the same character? So not too far oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. His first one was in Mario Teaches Typing. In 1992. That was... Really? Yeah. Mario teaches typing. Yeah, I suppose, obviously, they just weren't voices in the NES and the... Wait, was it was it in the SNES that they got voices? No, no. 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 That was still... That Wait. was just... That was more bleeps and bloops, but nicer. Nicer bleeps and bloops. Nicer bleeps and bloops, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just a little... I never played teacher's typing. I and, and also, he's, I mean, a, he's a plumber. I didn't either. He's a plumber, so that's not... You wouldn't think that was his natural... No. Know, I'm not saying plumbers can't type. Plumbers can type. But just you know, as a typing teacher, you, you've draw, not, you're, you're going to draw the ire of the plumbing community. <laughs> the plumbing community. Sorry yeah. to any uh, plumbers out there who enjoy typing. Mm. Yeah, maybe, and are proficient at it. Look, maybe they could teach you a thing or two maybe about, they could. about typing. Maybe gosh, they could. No? You know, maybe I could teach them something about plumbing because I true. type professionally. Who's to say these walls? We should break them down. Everyone has secret talents. Well, yeah, you know, and we're we're all teaching each other everything every day. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful time we're living in it most certainly is um and it's a time where <laughs> major exodus's release date has changed I'm, I'm struggling there it's been a busy couple of weeks yeah uh, metro yeah. exodus was meant to be released on the 22nd of february but is now coming on the 15th of february so the 22nd of february was originally the the date of death yeah, it was gonna what? be it was gonna be hardcore. So yeah. it's going up. At, it's it, it, it was gonna be Metro, Crackdown, mm. and Anthem. Oh, now the only game that remains is Anthem because Metro and Crackdown are once again coming out on the same day. But yeah, right. Because Crackdown was brought forward first. Now maybe they, it seems like they're gunning for Crackdown. Maybe they want to sink <laughs> Crackdown. <laughs> Daytona. I'm not entirely sure. I am excited for Exodus. Uh, Clemens Kondratits, Deep Silver CEO. <laughs> said, our fans have been waiting patiently for Metro Exodus ever since we announced the title at E3 2017. We'd previously delayed the release to ensure 4A Games had the time to deliver their ambitious, uh, our ambitious vision for the game, but now we're delighted to confirm that Metro Exodus has gone gold and we are able to bring the release date forward to the 15th of February 
2019. Oh, yeah, you, you're, you, you played the first yeah, two, I didn't you? Two. Yeah, I did. I like Metro 1 and 2. They were... they Never were, played them. They were... They're good. They'd sort of like... It reminds me a little a bit of Bioshock and... <laughs> A little bit of like. I mean, a, you say that, Josh. My uh, instantly, my my interest is peaked. Yeah, it's kind of you've got that like the, you use the metro system, which is really nice, and you can sort of hop from survivor camp to survivor camp in mm. a kind of nuclear winter world. It's in it's in Russia, which is cool because you don't really see that much in many no, games. No, no, you know? no. You're sort of poking around the surface, and it's it's quite like you you wear like gas masks and things, and they all degrade and. Creepy monsters running. It's got nice little horror twinges, nice little shooting bits. Any interest in the books ever? Joe, I've never read them. I like. I would. I would totally. I've just never sought them out. I never. Yeah. Think, I never think to. But uh, they're wildly popular in in uh, in Russia, aren't they? Yes, absolutely beloved. It's like he's like the the the. Well, who's the witch chap? Oh, fuck. Andrei Sapkov. Ski Sapkowski, I think, was the Witcher guy. But he's like, he's like, he's like Russia's Sapkowski, <laughs> you know. Very popular Which... fantasy books. Mm, yeah, and good games. And, and and I wonder if the games are more successful than the books. Because I don't know. I mean, that's the thing about The Witcher. Yeah, I don't know about about Metro. But you know what was more successful than I thought? Go on, Alexios. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So. Uh, let me see here find his name Scott Phillips of Ubisoft was speaking to Game Informer about how uh, people chose their character for Assassin's Creed Odyssey because obviously you have two protagonists you have Alexios and you have Cassandra and according to Phillips he said that the that two thirds of the Game playing public picked Alexios to one third Cassandra. And I find that very surprising. Because during during playtests, during playtests, it was apparently more of a 50 50 sort of split. Well, you see, I say surprising. When I first heard this, I was surprised, right? Because Cassandra was. well, I was going to say he's being positioned. No, no, no. She is the canon. She's the canon. That's that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. But look. Uh, <laughs> and won the award, by the way. We should, we should, we should say, right? For, oh no, no, wait, no. Sorry, the Roger, the no. Didn't I, she win the voice acting award at the, at the Game Awards? The Cassandra's voice actress. I have. No I will double check that. I will double check that and get back to you. But I, uh, I mean, I say it. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was surprised, and then I was like, "Am I though? Am I surprised?" <laughs> because you know, yeah, yeah, God yeah. love them, and the, the people who listen to this. You're all right. I like you. You're uh, well informed and very, very nice. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. look, you know, it's like I, I always bring up. There are a couple of things I enjoy in my life. I enjoy football. I enjoy wrestling. I enjoy games. Just to give you three things that I enjoy, mm. right? And it's very hard sometimes to to defend these um, outlets. <laughs> Because of the people who enjoy these outlets. <coughs> right. Because a lot of the time, they can be... You know, people have stereotypes. You pick football. You know, people have a stereotype of a hooligan yeah. um, who, you know, fucking is, kind of comes from the gammon camp, if you want to say. And you go, ah, no, 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 not everyone who enjoys football or sport is like that. Mm-hmm. And then a fucking story comes out about yeah, something yeah, horrible yeah, happening. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not comparing this to something horrible. I'm just saying yeah. that... Of course the fucking stupid little 12-year-old pricks picked Alexios. <laughs> Boring <laughs> bastards. Like, you know... Yeah. yeah. And probably just, yeah, probably just without thinking, spamming it, pressing A or whatever, just yeah. going, yeah, yeah, we'll be well, the, you know, we'll be the I, boy, I we're the boy, we'll be the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I it's know, silliness. Whatever. Especially because she's canon. And I think she won an award. I suspect she won an award. We're going to find Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up the Game Awards, Josh, because one thing that was highlighted during the Game Awards was the Epic Game Store, which we spoke about last oh, week. Oh, yeah. The Steam competitor. Well, Epic is apparently going even heavier on this and not, uh, not throwing shade on Valve per se, but, mm. you know, maybe this could... This particular bit of news that I haven't said yet <laughs> will, will tempt more people over to, to Epic's way of thinking. So Epic has announced that it will be offering up its cross-platform tools to devs for free. So mm. um, according to a statement from Epic, they said, 
Quote, throughout 2019, we'll be launching a, a large set of cross-platform game services originally built for Fortnite and battle-tested with 200 million players across seven Good platforms. Grief. These services will be free for all developers and will be open to all engines, all platforms and all stores. As a developer, you're free to choose mix and match solutions from Epic and others as you wish. So bringing in that cross-platform future even more. And their thing seems to be funny because with the thing we were talking last time, was it like a 12% cut that they take compared to Steam's 30? Mm. And then I think there's a further thing where you you also get free license of of games that are on Unreal, don't you? You get like another 5% off or something. Something like that, yeah. Seems like they're doing everything under the sun. To get the developers with the Epic Store, mm-hmm. but and, and seem to be, you know, they're making, doing very it, yeah. I mean, well, there's well, a well, lot of incentive. They're uh, not just that, but this is huge. Yeah, but I just wonder. It's like you know, maybe it's you know, if you if you build it, they will come. But what are they doing for the players? Like I'm hearing so much. Of I what mean, the doing free the games, I suppose. You know, the the uh, what is it? Sub, Sub, Subnautica was yeah. free, and then is that like an initial thing? Super, Super Meat Boy. No, I think that's going to be the case. Well, just like every every two weeks, two you weeks have you a, get like a, a, free, a free game. Yeah, that's pretty big time. Fair and and there's no there's no buy-in. You know, there's no uh, like like a, you don't need a PlayStation Plus account. You don't you don't yeah. need Xbox Live Gold. You don't need the Nintendo Online. You just get it. I wonder if that. Be, I am intrigued at the Epic Store. Mm-hmm. I no, am I, I am too. I will be watching that very closely over the next year because it's my job. And <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro, his job in the nineties was to play America's Sweetheart, Carlton. Oh my yeah. god, I can't think of his Banks. I Banks, couldn't think of his <laughs> And Carrington Banks had a dance, Josh. He we did. all loved he it. He had a we, very iconic dance. We all do. When we hear a bit of Tom Jones, it's not unusual. We all do it. We can't help I'm ourselves. thinking of slipping into it now, but I can't do it because my, my hand is near the mixing thing. Yes. So I, so I won't knock everything <laughs> over doing don't. it. Please don't. Yes. I'm thinking about doing it. But Carrington, right, yeah. Carrington, Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro. <laughs> <laughs> his his famous dance, yeah, 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 has been well. It's it's been taken wholesale by Epic Games and Two K Games, um, in Fortnite and the NBA Two K series, respectively. So because and because of this, Ribeiro is suing both Epic Games and Two K for what taking. The, I've his not dance seen moves. it in Two K. I play a lot of Two K. I've not seen it in NBA. No. Fair play to Fortnite because I've got all those little emotes and things, but I've not actually noticed. I'm going to keep an eye out for the for the Carlton. <laughs> so, in a statement to TMZ, Ribeiro's lawyer said, "Quote: It is widely recognised that Mr. Ribeiro's likeness and intellectual property have been misappropriated by Epic Games and the most popular video game currently in the world, Fortnite. Epic has earned record profits off of downloadable content in the game, including emotes like fresh." Ooh, they even called it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, also, uh, what do they mean? What do they mean likeness? Like they've actually taken his. They've taken his I face. I don't know. I don't know that. They can't mean that. Surely not. Because I understand the dance, but also in, in Fortnite, you you don't you you create your own people, don't you? Or you have like you? I didn't know that it, <laughs> you actually used particular likenesses for the characters. That's mad. When one of them is Carlton. And one of them's Carlton. <laughs> Apparently so. Also, I love the idea, I love the idea that the lawyer was like, look, it's we don't have a trademark, but it's quote widely re- we don't need a trademark. You guys know well, like, what it is. I would I'd be wondering <laughs> how come that's Ribeiro's uh, dance rather than rather than the showrunners and the, yeah, and the, yeah. Well, whoever, it was like it was I like the know, Donald Faison thing from Scrubs yeah when the, and it was Bill Lawrence who was the showrunner then said well actually they did email me and they did ask and I did say yeah and that was less because this is obviously bigger I mean it's the Carlton dance you know but uh, yeah and I guess it is his intellectual property if he came up with it but. And I love the idea that this has also sort of like prodded them into going, actually, yeah, we should look into trademarking this <laughs> future stuff. <laughs> but I, th- I think that's the weird thing about dances, isn't it? it, it yeah. It, it's either, ha- you either can't or it's hard to trademark a dance. No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to talk about legal issues because I know. No. I'll be intrigued about the moon. It. I need to find out about the moonwalk. Because that Ooh. meme, like, Jacko yeah. must have trademarked that, right? That's a, so iconic. That's a valid point. I'm going to look don't into know. it. I'll look into this and the voice actors issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But an award-winning dance, if it was to, if there are dance awards, I'd imagine Carton's, yeah, oh yeah. Carton's very memorable Tom Jones-esque 
swivelly hips. It's somewhat of a, of a lifetime achievement for him, I would have said. <laughs> I would imagine. Similar to Amy Hennig's Lifetime Achievement Award, Ooh. which she will be getting at GDC next year. So yeah, this was announced during the week. And Katie Stern uh, from GDC, she said, Amy Hennig is a powerful figure in the game world. Her work exemplifies what good game narrative can be with pathos, Humour, suspense and energy. She's truly one of the most influential developers in the games industry. These past accomplishments are just milestones in a career that we'll be following for years to come. But for one night at the GDCAs, we'll reflect on the hard work and artistry that makes the game developers like Amy the heart of the industry. So yeah, yeah. GDC Awards next March, are, they're always on every March. They're, they, 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 like, you know, we talk about the game awards. They are sort of the MTV uh, movie Awards and the GDC Awards are considered because that's where everyone does get suited and booted and right, it, yes. it, it, there is it's a bit more grand uh, yeah. I suppose and there aren't fucking like yeah yeah whatever here's five awards we gave out earlier yeah, yeah. And here's a trailer <laughs> for an upcoming game yeah yeah and also it is I suppose you're right in the sense that it is an academy you know it is a sort of jury of peers isn't it the mm. GDC things because it's other developers but that makes me really happy mainly for Hennig's sterling work in the Legacy of Kane games. I love yeah, those games yeah, so much. Yeah, Legacy of Kane, Uncharted. Amazing. Yeah, um, le- less so everything else for me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love Uncharted as well. But I just, yeah, Legacy of Kane, man. Bring it back. Bring it back. I know, I don't... <sighs> Love those games do, do you, so much. Do you much. think it would actually take off if it was brought back, or is that... I, I every time I miss the, the games of, of yesteryear, I look to the horizon... And pray for THQ Nordic, the coming <laughs> ice cold of THQ Nordic blowing in. I'm like, please, just buy up our memories and nostalgia. Bring them back. Um, you know, please. Although please. I don't know who owns Legacy of Kane. Must be EA or something. It was Square, know. wouldn't it? Was it Square? Oh, yeah, yeah of course, because it, be it, was, it was Eidos yeah, back I, in the... They, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if I, if I was hazarding a guess at somebody, it would be them. But yeah, yeah hopefully, it would, it would be great to see Legacy of Kane come back. <clears throat> and if it could be put on every platform. Yeah. You know, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, mobile, even, Switch. Uh, even Switch, yeah. It would be great. I, I, think, the, Switch, I think the Switch yeah. could run it. The only reason it wouldn't be on Switch would be timing, Probably really. Probably be timing, actually, mm, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what happened with Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Reggie fils Nintendo of America head man spoke to the Hollywood Reporter and he said when asked about Red Dead Redemption 2 and why it's not on Switch Mm. he said quote we'd love for it to be on Switch but again and this is where there needs to be an understanding of just the development process Red Dead has been in development for years uh, time that predated any communication of Nintendo Switch so from the developers mentality they need to move forward and finish the game they've been working on and then be in a position to look at other opportunities. Mm. Now, so yeah, he, he's saying it's it's because of timing. I wonder. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, but, and, and effectively just, you know, it's been in, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been in development for eight years. What yeah, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and so he's going, yeah, if, if they had the Switch memo eight years ago, everything would be fine. I sort of, I'm super sceptical that a Switch could run Red Dead. Dead Redemption 2. I am too. Like, yeah. fair play, it's got Doom. And, and, it, and it can run, it, that's it can run some like, serious the, stuff. Yeah, the Switch, like, look, the Switch looks lovely. Even yeah. even uh, when Rich was playing Smash in here, mm. uh, and I had to go off, and I was even pointing out to him, like, how lovely the characters oh, are. And yeah. even, even the, the, the lighting, and, you know, there are some beautiful looking games 100%, on the Switch. yeah. No, I wonder, though. Red, because Red the Dead thing is, is, like, and even even in, like level. they cap stuff like like Doom is at like thirty frames a second instead of sixty, and I think it's the same for Wolf and stuff. That's like fair enough, you know. You got to you got to cut the corners, and it looks great on that screen. But Red Dead is just, I mean, what is it like a hundred and something gig even for the for the bloody download? The, my, you should hear my PS4 when I'm playing it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I just I think may, maybe they should implement loot boxes that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah um, I mean I'm always a fan of that they, Maybe that would make Your PS4 sound a bit better You know like a loot box To mm. <laughs> I don't know Make the game Whatever Anyway Fallout 76 <laughs> Is apparently Getting loot boxes Josh Maybe this is the thing To pull you back in This might Coax I mean it won't But you know For the narrative This might coax me back in So yeah. there's been Regular updates Coming to the game and yeah. But not loot boxes Apparently until now Redditor Des- Despotak um, He had a look At the change log 
the, the, the notes for an upcoming patch, did a bit of mining and all those things that I don't understand. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, saw that lunchboxes will be coming to a, a holiday patch for Fallout 76. So lunchboxes is what loot boxes were called in Fallout Shelter. Oh. Yes. Oh, I was hoping that it would be a handy tool with which that you could keep all of the food that you need to consume because the weight of the food in the game is annoying. The, yeah. Another um, good idea, if that's what it does. Well, did they? Well, there was a, there was a patch. They already that was. They doubled the mm, or or point five the storage or whatever they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that seems like that would really annoy some people. If they put it more certainly would. And I thought, you know, what, what were sales? Sales were down. Oh, it was how something much from it, four. I think it was like it was like eighty percent from Fallout Four. It was something. It, it, was, it, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. Now again, yeah, they yeah. were physical sales because we don't know digital sales and uh, yeah, like you know, digital yeah. is getting more and more prevalent as time goes on. For so, sure, for sure, that's not going to be the, so the it, true it, it, sort of. Yeah, you know. it's it's hard to tell on until the um, publishers come out and actually go. You know, like they did during the week, um, Detroit Become Human um, sold yeah, two million. Like, you know, yeah. like until it, ha- I'm not doing a segue either. Um, no, no, because no, 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 no. I saw that story and I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. Um, and <laughs> like, so until uh, somebody comes out and tells you, and they only really do that when it's really, really good news. Exactly. Well. <laughs> so it's, how many you know, Xbox Ones are sold? Pfft, well, indeed. Know. Yeah. Like yeah. After 2014 or whatever it was, I'm not really counting that. <laughs> To what we've been playing throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So next week you will be getting a, a long podcast, quite quite a long. It's I, a big I, one. I, I can only imagine um, <laughs> because we haven't recorded it yet. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how uh, could we know? Yeah, because we do it live. Yeah, you know. So live. whenever you're listening to this, this is live. Consumer pro. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we because we are doing our game of the year podcast, mm. um, which is a little, bit, a little bit different to last year. We're changing up the the methods um, ever so slightly. There are knives involved. Everyone. There there are knives. There are stars. Knives and stars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and we're looking at a couple of games. There are sixteen in total, but there are some games that we feel like we should give a little bit of a nod to. Give a little nod that that we ha- didn't speak about during that yeah, podcast. I like it. And there are we we have a kind of a list of them here. Josh, I wanted to give you a little bit of time to talk about state of mind. So yeah, this, yeah these, these these are all just games that. We we liked, you know, but maybe didn't like just that, that enough. Just ever so slight. Didn't kind of yeah, tip it into the game of the year consideration. Quite get in there. Yeah, yeah. State of Mind, you really liked it. I did really like State of Mind, and I didn't really see it coming. It, because well, if, you look at, if you look at State of Mind, it's a cyberpunk futuristic adventure game, right? And there's there's been quite a lot of, if not adventure games, there's been an awful lot of cyberpunk in video games. Mm-hmm. We love cyberpunk. It's we do. cool. But what it means is, you know, you sort of see these things and you think, oh, yeah, 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 Diamond doesn't, Diamond doesn't. But I've, I was playing State of Mind, so <clears throat> futuristic thing, old school, a tilt and press, as I like to call them, yes. uh, the console point and click. Yeah. Uh, you play a grumbly journalist in a futuristic sort of dystopic uh, city. Can't remember what, which city it is. And you are investigating a conspiracy. And that we've had that again. Nothing new there. But it did what it did very, very nicely. It had this lovely art style where everything was made up of these little tessellating shapes. Like Everything was made up of triangles. And you look at all the characters' little faces, and they were all crumbly polygon faces. And it, it was this really, a, like, weird, arresting visual style. And you sort of, you, as you kind of play on and you you poke around and find out what's going on, that style starts to become really, like, it's not just a style. It sort of feeds into what the story is and what the world is. And, and you, well, I won't give too much away, but you, you sort of end up with this dual world story, a tale of two cities mm. kind of thing. You've got, like, the lovely place... And the not so lovely place, um, and I was just like, it, it took me completely by surprise. I think I'd heard about it like a couple of weeks before or something like that, or I'd, see, or I'd seen those lovely screenshots or the trailer. I was like, oh yeah, that game, that mm-hmm. come out, bam! It's the best way. It's your thing with spoilers, I think. My yeah. thing with state of mind. Just don't, just go into it. I've probably said too much, even it, but do, do, however much it is, and it's not a lot of money. Go and have a little weekend with state of mind. And it'll it'll make you happy, like it, like just way more than it has any rights. It's just it's a good old school adventure game with 
just solid. They're not demanding puzzles, but they're fine. You've got some things in your inventory, and those things fit into things in the world. <laughs> Murder made me very happy, Josh. Oh, yeah. Not on the dance floor. No. but Which is the traditional place that yes. it would. It, on a racetrack in Miami... In a beach house in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On, yeah. The, on a movie set in Mumbai. Big time. In some... In a little village little in, village uh, in, in Colombia. Colombia. All over the place. In <sighs> Hitman 2, which came really, really close. Oh, man. <coughs> Such me, a um, good game. To being discussed uh, during our, our Game of the Year Yeah, I'm annoyed that it, like, the, yeah, there only wasn't room for it by quite a small... Like, yeah. it was so sweet, that Hitman game. 2 is... Great! It's it, it really is a really great game. Yeah. It's it is very much Hitman too. You know, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose what one thing, one slight you could level a Hitman too is yeah. that it it feels like season two rather than Hitman. Yes, two. I think you're no, definitely no, like, right on that. Like like so much that when you download it, you download it sort of piecemeal. Like you download. You'd first download the client and then you download episodes. Yes. Uh, rather than like this kind of thing. I, I, I'm, f- yeah. I'm full sure this was going to be released. This was, or this yeah. was meant to be released as a season. And I do still, I know I've said this countless times, but I do think that that was the original plan. I, I, do you think? I, before, I, I well, I suppose imagine. it must have been really. I think you're mm. probably right because it but, was before the buy. It was the Warner Brothers interactive uh, yeah. deal that they'd struck mm. after Square. Uh, couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. work with them, but the, yeah, this is a game. At one point, we thought we would never see the license. It was play. looking like that, and yeah. it, it does upset me a little bit. You know, when you see a game like Hitman Two, and it not really making that much of a dent. No, I know. Yeah, on the market because it, it is so good, and it does still provide those excellent moments we saw in the first one, where oh yeah, so you know you're cool being stealthy moments. and you're being the most amazing assassin in the world, and then you know, the shit hits the fan. And it just, it all goes to pot, but then creates moments of just fun and hilarity. hilarity. Yeah. yeah. And it's just really, really good. And, and the, the level, the suburban level, the, what's it called again? Another. Oh, oh, lovely little thing. Yeah. Uh, was it Another Life? And it was Another Life. Another, because it, the it other was, a, was a, a new life. That's right. That's, and that was such a lovely little nod back that. Mm. And that map. I, do you know, I think that's my favourite map. Yeah, yeah, it's that's mine, terrific. Yeah. I that. thought it was great. There's Vermont, and it was all autumnal and lovely. My thing with the hit with uh, with Hitman and Hitman Two, especially these the the re Hitmans, um, it's just 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 flying around and seeing the world. I love that. It, I mean, killing people's great, but I love just exploring those sandboxes. And one minute it's you know sunny Naples, and the other minute it's wintry Vermont. I mean, there's just mm. not that many games. The offer that. I mean, story shit. But yeah, you, you story's know, bollocks. Like, like, what, what, what story? Uh, uh, yeah. And what cutscene? I know people will go like, ah, oh, but you don't come to Hitman for the story, then get rid of us. Then just let him... Yeah, let, just get rid of us. Although it is annoying, though, because I or, tell you Or what, make it good. It used or. to be quite good. That's yeah. the thing, Hitman 2 and contracts and to a lesser extent, blood money. Like, they used to have a nice, cheeky little spy story, mm-hmm. you know? Then it kind of just... But listen, yeah, you, you, you're totally right. And it, are those still... <clears throat> vignettes that they oh, showed the, 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 in the, the, the Hitman 2. Yeah, yeah. They were poor. And say what you will, uh, uh, the story is rubbish, but those lovely pre-rendered cutscenes in the last in one, the far, yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, in this then, they were just sort of still close-ups. Yeah, zooming in and out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were poor. I, I believe the story of Vampire was <laughs> decent, though. And, and, yeah. and probably the best part of that game. <laughs> Vampire. I yeah, I did like I did like vampire. Um yeah. Probably more than I should. I think uh, <laughs> I'm I am a sucker for, for vampire games because we don't get a lot of them and the good vampire games that we get are, we, are few and far between. Hmm. Like and that was one of them. There wasn't enough vamping. You know, if it's a vampire game, I want, essentially, I want Spider-Man, but you're a vampire. You're flying. I want a sandbox. You know, like, that would be amazing. But what Vampire gave us was you do have, like, a nice little selection of vampire powers. But then it sort of, it was like, okay, yeah, you've got that. That's, That's cool. But what about if you were in 1915 London and you were a doctor in the East End? Boom. 
And then it was like, oh, well, that'd be bloody mad. And so, you, but you go through, and the story was like, like quite cool. Uh, Jonathan Reed, the central character, was a bit wishy-washy and boring, but the other characters in the story that you all got to know were cool, and you had to make decisions, like, who are you going to nibble on? Are you going to have a nibble on the gang leader who's a bit of a twat, or a nibble on the innocent nurse? Because Mm. if you just go for the gang leader, there will be sneaky consequences down the line. You know? It had some good stuff going for it, Vampire, but the combat was a little bit muddy and crap. The frame rate was a little bit dodgy. It was just a bit rough around the edges. See, I have similar opinions on A Way Out. It was a little bit rough around the edges, but for some reason, I really liked that game. Yeah, I, and I, I, I really I, want to play that. I didn't get on with uh, developer Hazelight's previous effort in Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. I know, sacrilege, but I thought that oh. that was an example of... Do you know when you're in a game and a character says, God, I sure do hate ex- escort missions or whatever... <laughs> And then you proceed to do an escort. Like, Why are you doing them then? <laughs> yeah, like Brothers yeah, yeah. was to show you how. And look, I know I can. I I'd probably have an example from next year where it's a similar type of thing, and I'd go, oh, "It's amazing." But I, I thought because it, it was trying to show you that these two brothers, oh, it's a, they're a little bit awkward, and trying yeah. to get them to get along with each other by controlling them with two analog sticks. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I just yeah, thought yeah, it yeah. was awkward, to be honest. <laughs> oh. Uh, Whereas A Way way Out is a co-op game where you have two people controlling uh, their individual characters. And it did some cool shit. Yeah. It did some really cool shit. I saw some split-screen stuff. That's, yeah, it's basically... looked cool. Yeah, it's split-screen stuff. One of you is Leo, one of you is Vinny, I think. Uh And they are... I, I don't know what time it's in, because they kind of look like greasers. I don't know, it's like 60s, 70s, maybe, something? Yeah, it looked like an old Billy Friedkin movie. Mm. I'm going to go 70s. It's got that lovely vibe to it. And you can... So you're trying to ex- escape prison, and mm. whilst one of you... Like, one of you can be in a cutscene, whilst the other one can be interacting yeah, with the environment. I like that. And it's those little touches that you go, this is quite cool. And, mo- and yeah. most... Most actions do need both of you, which then you do need to communicate and yes. try and get on and like similar to brothers, but it's just there are two people there. However, yeah, it is rough around the edges because you have situations where if the two of you are in game mm-hmm. and walking around, say, trying like one part, you're in a construction site and you're trying to get information on something or trying to go somewhere. And you can be asking one person, one NPC something and the other person could be asking another NPC something, and you have like three or four voices talking over each other. Oh, that's like, really what, cool. What one? Well, fuck it. I do. I it, like stuff the, like that but, when they but do. The, but the problem is, it gets messy. Oh, okay. Because okay. well, one conversation will be the volume will be lowered, whilst the other one is oh. higher. But then the other conversation is still going on, and it, yeah, it, it just yeah. gets a little bit messy. Act, like acting performances are okay. Yeah. Like, I think, if I remember correctly, I think the two two lads were all right. Like, it's sometimes a bit... Ch- one of them is Joseph Ferrer's brother, isn't he? Because he cast his brother in lots of things. Is he? I, cast I, his brother I, I, in, I in lots of films. He's, he's made, like, three or four films and he always cast his brother in them. Mm. Yeah, I think his name's, like, Ferrer's Ferrer's. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's... Anyway. It's, anyway. It, it, it does some really interesting things. Yeah. And some different things that we haven't seen before. And has a great, without saying anything... Yeah. Uh, actually, do you know what? I, I I will even refrain from saying. I'll just say the ending bit is very good. It's a little bit kooky, a little bit weird, a little bit zany, a little bit strange. Mm, oh, like life. Life can be strange. Two, two. Life can be strange so, too. Uh, uh, the, the main reason, really, uh, that this isn't being discussed. Well, not the main reason, but we're, we're, like it's, a, it's like, an important reason, I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a complete game. That's your thing, and I. Completely so, so agree. that's that's why yeah. we can't talk about like what Life is Strange Two Episode One. No, yeah. we will talk about the series maybe at the end of next year when it's yeah. complete. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's still. Giving a little nod to episode one. Absolutely. I fucking really like this. You really liked really it. Liked You're us. more hot on it than I am. And I think I I do really like it as well. I th- I respect anything that... Because it, it's taken some risks and it's doing something that I would say is not completely, but quite different from what we've had before. Mm-hmm. You've got a road trip story for one, so you're always hopping about. I'm still not... Like completely convinced that that will end up meaning a whole lot in video game terms. It's like, well, video games are always on the move from one, mm. you know. But anyway, it's a road trip story, and it's two brothers this time. It's a, it's a brotherly theme. It is. Uh, it's 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 two other brothers. Um, like, to be fair, a way out and brothers, but you know. Oh, are they not? No. 
Aren't they? No, they're not. I thought they were. Uh, oh, fuck, Josh. No, I don't think they're. Well, we'll research this. I'll add it to my research list. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Life is Strange 2, episode one, Roads, was cool. It's doing different things. It's it's back to being uh, Don't Nod, uh, rather than Deck Nine, who did Before the Storm. And you can tell, it is, it's closer in some ways to the original Life is Strange. Uh, I won't give anything away about the plot, but it's quite, it's overtly, but was, do you think it's fair to say that it's overtly political? It's got a lot of political yes, themes. Oh, it sort oh, of brings yeah. politics oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. quite strongly. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, ve- it's very different. Gone, you know, there's no more Max, there's no more Chloe. It's a completely fresh set of characters. Um and it's doing different things. It's 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 looking at the central relationship between these two brothers, uh, which will sort of you, all of the choices that you make will kind of will tie into that because you've got your younger brother that's watching what you do all the time and sort of learning from Cause, that. Cause it's and, interesting because he's the one with the abilities. Yeah, and this uh, is that's <coughs> pardon me. That is uh, kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, like he is the one that has the power rather than the player character. Mm. And you have to sort of... I don't know what they're going to end up doing with it, but it's not there in the same way that it was in the old Life is Strange. It reminds me of in Before the Storm, in some ways, where it was kind of hinted at that Chloe had... that Not Chloe, that Rachel had powers, but you played as Chloe. Mm. So it was sort of like where you sort of had to calm her down sometimes, because if she gets angry, some candles will flame up at the dinner table or whatever else, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I like it. I don't, don't know how it's going to pan out. No, 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 no. I, I, I will be intrigued. I will be intrigued. Now, I won't go very in-depth with this because I only spoke about it last week, but Florence, like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. only 250 or whatever it is, play it for Christ's sake. Uh, so yeah, you, I spoke about that last week. I'd, I'd just be repeating myself yeah, from, yeah, yeah. And from I, seven and I days ago. I will be doing that. But a game I played at the start of the year and is entirely different to Florence is genital jousting. <laughs> so this yeah, was yeah. out... About two years on early access, early access and got full release this year. Yeah. And the, the, this is the game where you have floppy willies with anuses and you can stick, uh, our willies can stick into each other's anuses right. and become a sort of uh, a robberous of willies. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> exciting. Everyone loves it. it yeah. But, but the, the party game aspect of it, it was just a silly joke. Right. The story mode that was added is a 90 minutes, two hour commentary on toxic masculinity. That's funny. And it's, fu- well, well, it's fucking really good. It's, yeah. it's really good because it's about this, yeah, this guy called John who, he, his, his upcoming high school reunion or whatever is coming up and he wants to portray this image of him as a success or, you know, like really, really fit or whatever it is mm, mm. and you you go through his story mm. uh, and it's like I won't, won't spoil it because it is very very but it goes in some fucking dark places that's, yeah it goes in some really dark places it's uh, I re- it, it really shocked me that's really like, like, cool uh, I really want to play this uh, I, I I was just I just found you know quite 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 interesting and mm. quite like because of the fact that everyone because it was just a joke. It was, yeah. you know, just any, any kind of a light-hearted dick joke, basically. Yeah, that yeah. Then had a quite a, a deep story. That was uh, that was quite, yeah. I I I, 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 I liked it. I, I liked will it. check out the joust. Yes. Um. So that's the story of one type of wood, Josh Wise, <laughs> Tanglewoods. Now, would you be discussing Tanglewood? Would we be talking about Tanglewood today if it wasn't a Mega Drive game? Do you think? Um. No. Okay. Probably not. But still, <laughs> but it is a mega, it is a mega like, that's, game. That's the thing, you know. It, it's like, what would Batman be like if Batman wasn't in it? Oh, I don't, well, it's fuck. He's not. He is. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is yeah. a Mega Drive game. And I do, and I, and I, and the fact that it is on Mega, it's it's not just that. It's it's how weirdly important the the Mega Drive aspect is to Tanglewood. So it, it's, it's effectively the Lion King for Mega Drive. Do you remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. effectively that, in the sense you've got that close camera, and you're sort of leaping from branch to branch. Mm-hmm. It can be quite difficult at times. And there's a little bit of Ori in the Blind Forest in there as well. You're sort of collecting these little magical sprites that are opening up new areas of the map and stuff. Um, but yeah, and it, it's got this lovely sort of... So I played it on an, on an old uh, Mega Drive 2. Yeah with a CRT telly, and it was a very lovely 
very surreal experience to be doing that in 2018. Very sort of blurry image. The graphics were really, really lovely. And sort of like they have that static equality because of the CRT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I love the Mega Drive controller. And the, I love the chunky buttons. But the fact remains, it is it, it, was a, it was a fun platformer that didn't outstay its welcome with some really cool puzzle elements. But there was that strange element of like sort of publicity stunt to it. Sort of like, you know, it, it, it's out on the Mega Drive. That's why you guys mm-hmm. want it. It was also out on Steam. Yeah, I, I didn't play it on Steam. The colours look nicer on Steam, but I feel like that's not the point. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, I did the, like the point it was the, the nostalgia hit. It's the nostalgia hit, and if you if you went on the Kickstarter of the of the people that made it, you could see some lovely sort of Don Bluth style Disney sketches of the mm. characters and all that sort of stuff. So it was like it was just a lovely little experience, Tanglewood. Uh, I can't let us finish this discussion without giving a, a little nod to FIFA nineteen. Oh yeah, and how good that is! It's the best playing FIFA in quite some time. I think the journey mode isn't; it's not quite as good. It's way too long. They've drawn that out so That's much, right. and you were a little really bit irritated have... at the training and stuff. Oh weren't Jesus you? Christ! Do... It was constant training over and over again. They want to play matches, yeah. but yeah, FIFA yeah, nineteen yeah. was great because of even how it mixed with. It just it had more fun with it with the exhibition mode, kickoff mode. Yeah, where it added like uh, games with no rules or first <laughs> two cool. X because you know we all have we all make those rules on our when sitting on our sofas. Whereas now they're actually implemented in the game. So yeah, just yeah. A little nod on that. NBA Two K Nineteen. I know is your your that, chosen sports game. It's as as ever, I still think it, that it is the best sports game on the planet. I think uh, I they consistently do. A very very good job. If like me, you play exhibition. I don't. I'm not really an NBA for the my journey and the my face and the mm. my career and whatever. I just do the exp- moment to I, moment. I, I, the moment. The immersive moment, gameplay. Immer- emergent, immersive, visceral gameplay of being on the basketball court is yeah. what is for me and and my my fellow flatmates. And when you play six hundred, seven out hundred hours of the game every year, it's like. You begin. You lose sight of just how good it is. The thing that you've got going, mm-hmm. and I always love it when people just just people that don't have any interest in basketball play NBA Two K and see. I did only a like, couple of weeks ago, and I was the like, production oh my God, and how good the commentary what's going is. On? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and obviously the confusion is always amusing for people who don't. know. I think you got about six backcourt violations. Yeah, didn't you? I mean to be fair, not. Being entirely familiar with the rules of basketball. That does help. <laughs> that does help. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, I want to give it a, another quick nod to as well. Yeah. Because if I had played more of it and played more of the story, I think that could yes. have been maybe a bit more of a contender. It's fucking so good because yeah. of how you talk about pick up and playability. Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Fighters has that. And it, it it allows you to do some cool shit from the off. It really does. I like was pre- in, press um, a bumper or a trigger, and your your Goku or whoever yeah, yeah. will just go mental. They'll go like nuts. Yeah, and it's great. But it but it was good, and it made a weird kind of visual. Did you know I was in a Dragon Ball Fighters competition? What did you know that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I knew that'd get you. Yeah, I was in a Dragon Ball Fighters competition. Get that close to Yeah, I lost loads, obviously. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, it was are, you, a, are you a professional esports player? Good Lord, no. But I did play one and I got a round off him. But oh. I think it was one of those mad things where if someone who knows very little about a game plays someone who. You know how, like, if Man U plays, like, Notts County? Right. But it's like nil nil and you're like, what? Why isn't it six nil? And it's that weird thing of, like, they sort of balance out in a funny old way. Like, it take, I think I must have taken him by surprise. And I wasn't playing the meta game. I just started doing dumb stuff. But he got caught off guard. Like, I went up to him and just punched him. And he was like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm playing a meta game with the other pros. This guy's just nuts. I got a single round off him. And then he quickly learned and dis- dispatched me. But, yeah, no, it was an event. It was a That's- Bandai thing. And they were like, are there any press? And I was like, oh, yeah, do you, do you want to take part? Yeah, sure. Battered. But I got around. So. I, you know, that's, that's something to be proud of. Yeah. Uh, Josh, Tomb Raider. Quick quick word oh, on Tomb yeah, Raider. Tomb Raider was good. Tomb Raider yeah, was a like good game. Raiders, I did. I liked you know. Tomb Raider. And, again, and it's, it's just the thing about expectations. Like, I think Rise of the Tomb Raider was excellent. I happen to think that those games, in large part, are better games than the Uncharted games. I think the Uncharted games have, like, cinematic production value and all that lovely stuff but I think you know to use your lovely phrase the moment to moment play mm-hmm. of Tomb Raider is is just better um, 
and but Shadow sort of had that thing of coming after Rise and the jungle setting was lovely. The story was absolutely nonsense, bonkers, nothing. Mm. Enchanted daggers or something. Um, Camilla Luddington now sounds quite tired. Bored, I think you said. But yeah, yeah, she just sounds bored. Jonah! <laughs> and it's just, I, I'm just fed up of it, you know? I remember you playing it in that, yeah. uh, that kind of echoing Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Josh, it would be remiss if we didn't mention mm. a game we won't be discussing next week, and I can only apologise with every, every fibre <laughs> of my being. We're not discussing Yakuza 6, and oh, I know this, no. may, this may come as a surprise to a lot of you. It, my God, it came so close. It so did. Emba- embarrassingly close. close, actually. Yeah. Oh, and in some ways, I'm like, oh. <laughs> the song have I, have of I made a mistake? Life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, Kiru, uh, Kazuma Kiru's swan song. send off. It, it, it does a lot for the game in terms of quality of life improvements. Like, even. I was banging on about this at the time. The fact that you can run away from fights was such a brilliant I mean, inclusion. A relief, yeah. You can just walk in and out of shops whenever you want. You don't that's have to walk nice. to a phone box to fucking save the game. You can just do it from your mobile. Yeah, yeah. It, all these little things were great. Yeah. Um, the the story is the story. I think is like an introductory. Well, it feels like it introduces a lot of characters. And I know every Yakuza game does this, but like yeah. with the Hirose family. But I feel like because of it being Kiru's, his send off. It maybe could have pulled more on the previous character, the, the right. characters he has, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. knows and loves. But still, did it give? Did it wrap Kiryu's story? It did. Up? It did indeed. And we saw him, whatever. No the spoilers. The dragon of but, Dojima. Yeah, but very much a, a a wonderful game. As I said, that came so I am close. Excited but I, of to play course, it. had to mention it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the foremost authority. It on wouldn't the be the, the weekly series. pod without it. No, it certainly In wouldn't. Many so. I will give you the 16 games we will be discussing next week on, as we, as we choose, videogamer.com's Game of the Year. We will be discussing Spider-Man, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Far Cry 5, Soul Calibur 6, Forza Horizon 4, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Return of the Obra Dinn, Tetris Effect, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Monster Hunter World, Battlefield 5, the Red Strings Club, Celeste, God of War, and Yoku's Island Express. And how we will be discussing these things. I mean, I explained it on the show, but yeah, look, you'll find There's out. There's knives. Yeah, 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 just there, show up and there, you'll love it. There are knives. There are gold stars. It's all good fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all in the name of good fun. Um, but yeah, we still want to know what your game of the year is. So please do email podcast at videogamer.com with the subject line Game of the Year 2018 or Gotti 2018 or whatever and tell us your top five games of the year five being your least favourite game of the year well not least but you know what I mean <laughs> uh, and one being your favourite game of the year and a little sentence or two on each and that would be delightful because yeah we want to know videogamer.com's community game of the year you were almost a jill sandwich it's me, Mario. Would you kindly? Listen. Let's go bowling. This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! So, because you're off on your Christmas holidays now, right. we're doing a sort of guerrilla style, okay. and then I'll put it into the podcast. All right. You know? I feel like saying this part is important because the listener will be wondering, mm. like, what happened? Why is the audio shit? Yeah, and I might forget <laughs> to mention it on the normal podcast, mm. so that's why this is happening. Okay, I hope marvelous. you're having. A, I hope you're having a nice holiday. Oh, actually, wonderful. Is, is it nice? Relaxing. I'm in the Bahamas. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, sure. that's very nice. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Rich Walker, and you, Josh Wise, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 1998. Oh, good year. Stop. Josh Wise. Gordon Freeman. Incorrect. Stop. Leon S. Kennedy. I didn't say your name. Rich Walker. (laughs) Leon S. Kennedy. Incorrect. Stop. Rich Walker. Claire Redfield. Incorrect. (laughs) Please continue. Clue number two. My latest appearance in a video game was last year as part of an update in an already existing video game. Oh, stop. Uh, Rich Walker. Sam Fisher. Incorrect. Okay. Mm. Good shout. Thanks. Good shout. Clue number three. 
I've been passed around a bit by developers, never really sticking to one team or t'other. Is that a clue, t'other? All right, or the other. <laughs> t'other, John, John t'other. John t'other. <laughs> and this week's winner. <laughs> uh, don't know. Clue number four. In recent years, my notoriety has gotten far greater on this side of the world because of YouTube videos and the internet in general. Huh? What the hell? Oh, YouTube and the... And, the, oh. and an update to something. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh God. And clue number five... People in Austria, Italy, Hungary, Slovakia, Slovenia and a few other places have been familiar with me for a while. I understand why you weren't too keen to see me come over to your shores. I'm dead scary. What What, the what is that? This is good, this one. Scary. Oh, is, is that clue number four? That was clue number five. Oh, shit. That's, that's a lot. That's a bloody job lot. In patched in, patched into a game last year. Mm-hmm. Ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. Oh God. What were the big? Uh... I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have to start stop. counting you, to Rich Walker. Oh, this is wrong. Bubsy the Bobcat. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, I know we've had Bubsy, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. I did win Many moons ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Uh, is it a Pokemon or something? I'm gonna have to start counting you, lads. Ah. Uh, Stop. Rich Walker. Uh, Mr. Mime. Incorrect. <laughs> and that, they were like 96 as well. Yeah, they were, yeah. 98. What was uh, happening in 98? It looks a dragoon. Incorrect. That's what? <laughs> <laughs> your name, first of all, your name is Josh Wise. <laughs> um, you know what's coming to Christmas. The lads are fucking kicking off. Oh, man. Stop. Rich Walker. Santa Claus. Incorrect. <laughs> Stop. Krampus. Rich Walker. <laughs> And this week's winner really? is Rich Walker. What the hell? What? What the hell? What, what was he in? Oh, oh my god, that's mental. <laughs> that is nuts. Well done, Rich. Please that explain. Is mad. <laughs> yeah, explain. So I'll go through the clues. I'm shocked and appalled shocked. that you got it. Actually, uh, clue number one: My first appearance in a video game came in 1998. Karen Evil, of oh, course, yeah. the light gun arcade game we are all familiar <laughs> with. Clue number two: My latest appearance in a video game was last year as part of an update. It was in Killing Floor Two. Oh, do you know what? I did think that. Uh, clue number three: I've been passed around a bit by developers, never really sticking to one team or t'other. He's been in Binding of Isaac. He's been in Don't Starve. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking he's some sort of like licensed character, Include- not an IP. It's kind of annoying because he's not a video game character. No, listen, this has been this has happened before. I can't. Who else was it? Do we do? I uh, well, I mean Batman, I suppose. Uh, clue number four: In recent years, my notoriety has gotten far greater on this side of the world because of YouTube videos and the internet in general. This is what Wikipedia tells me. Ah, okay. uh, and clue number five: People in Austria, Italy, Hungary, Slovakia, Slovenia, and a few other places have been familiar with me for yeah. a while. I understand why you were why you weren't too keen to see me come over to your shores I'm dead scary he is dead scary it is. is dead scary it. I don't yeah like, what's, yeah I think it. Is it it's a big goat or something the, is isn't it movie Krampus. Go, there's a really good man. movie is, called Krampus is there or is it called Dark Christmas I, I think, think it's it, called Krampus he's like holding the globe yeah, on the front yeah, cover yeah, yeah. yeah he's sort of like a goat beast thing mm. in a hood it's it's, it's <laughs> unnerving <laughs> Hoodie, yeah. yeah. Hoodie. Oh, he's a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't go around the shopping centres. No, no, no. no. Get, get out of here. Guards be on him straight away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's question time. It's comments and queries and theories too. <laughs> At question time. We take comments and queries from you. <laughs> <laughs> And the best thing is just to come in with no prep. Yeah. Just go, yeah, it's Christmas. What's a Christmas song? So yeah. this is the part of the show where we do, in fact, take your correspondence. We read them out on the show. You can email us at any stage of the week, podcast at videogamer.com, or every Tuesday we send a call out on twitter.com via our Twitter account at videogamer.com. And yeah, you send us in questions because you're all very, very nice people. Joseph got in touch and Joseph asked, I had only ever seen the official video for Shaken Stevens' Christmas hit until the other day when I happened upon his Top of the Pops performance. Good God, that man could move his hips. 
Now I see where Cullum sees his appeal. Like, I, 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 do you know what's frightening about the internet is when you say things you go, have I spoken about, have I, said oh, that? Have I, have I spoken I about how much that? I enjoy shaking yeah. Stevens? I mean, I do, the Welsh wizard, he's, <laughs> he's, well the clue's in the name as well, if you're surprised about his hips. What are you being surprised about? <laughs> Advertised ahead of time. You know. Yes, he can. Advertised, uh, he can. Ian got in touch, being rewarded for accepting ads in Street Fighter Five. Is this the future we are heading for in all games? Also, Merry Christmas and thanks for all the great content in 2018. Oh, it is, I do feel for this. Did you see some of those Street Fighter? Ex- explain for oh, the, the, the uninitiated. Yeah, well, they're just sort of uh, sticking logos. And uh, to, <laughs> I think what the ones I saw were for the next Evo competition. But they've stuck the logos in-game on the costumes of the characters. So you'll have, you know, Ken, and he'll have a bloody great big... Evo sponsorship logo mm. on his back, and it's just a bit. I mean, I feel for it because I, you know, I like I like the NBA and those lovely clean jerseys that just say Bulls. You get a lovely, yeah, yeah, lovely yeah. jersey. Is, and of course, you watch there... football, and it's almost like the ads become part of it. Like, yeah, but is there a know. thing in in basketball where you can't seek? Sponsorship or something? Is yeah, there, yeah. Oh, that's an actual yeah. rule. It, it, it's it's like last year was the first year, and it was massively controversial that it was finally broken. And even then, they've got these tiny little ads that clip onto one of the little shoulder things, ah. and like very very small ones. And that was like a huge topic of controversy because it was like, oh, they they are tainting the jerseys of the mm. uh, the NBA. But yeah, no, I feel for that, especially because you know Street Fighter costumes, they're brilliant. You don't want to see Dalson with three Evo competition, you know. No, you don't. No, you don't. And Andy got in touch. Hello. I'll get the praise out of the way first. I've been a listener to the Video Gamer podcast for many years, and while I've always been a fan, I have to say that the current combo of Colin Rich and Josh is the best it's ever been. Thank you, Andy. It's very nice of you. My reason for emailing is to agree with Rich. Barry <laughs> Barry definitely says, quote, you were almost a jibble sandwich. He doesn't. Keep I mean, up he... the exceptional podding. Andy, P.S. I recognise all the quotes in the Who Am I theme, apart from the very last one, which sounds like Colm going, Nay! What's all that about? It isn't me going nay. Maybe I'll do a competition on that if somebody can tell me all the Ooh. different... It's not. I it's, haven't heard not, it. I should. I should not, listen to that. You should, you should listen to. The I should podcast. listen to our it's pod. Very good. Very good. Uh, but yes, uh, you. Yeah, you were in the. It isn't Jibble sandwich. It does sound like Jibble because they sort of spliced the audio funny. But I promise. It, well. No, because we listened to it in the office and I didn't even think it did. See, I didn't think it did jill. either. You're almost a jill sandwich. It sounds, there's a little glottal stop there. He's sort of jill sandwich. There's a little bit. I know what you mean. It's jill. It's jill. It's not jibble. It's the master of unlocking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ma- is jibble, can you jibble? Is she, is she the master of jibbling? Is jibbling? Maybe. Is jibbling? The honourable profession of jibble? I don't know. What's a, what's, what? What is a jibble? I'm not sure. What, what's a giblet? How does what? Is that a sausage thing? Oh, I've... Little sausage, I've, little giblets. I don't know. I think it's a food stuff. I'll, I'll add that to the research. Do, yeah, you have a lot of work to do over the <laughs> Load Christmas of it. period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that just about does it for the final normal Video Gamer podcast of the year. As I said, next week's our big game of the year special. A little bit different to last year. You can listen, find out how we're doing it. I've told you all the 16 games. And if you want us to know your, your game of the year... Uh, because we're trying to figure out the community game of the year email us podcast at videogamer.com and honestly depending on time it, that will either be done before Christmas or after Christmas because there's a lot of fucking work to be done uh, so yeah do that email podcast videogamer.com uh, with the subject line game of the year 2018 gotti 20 of the year 80, 80 whatever yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Do well, that. Said, well said. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so you can, of course, do many different things. You can head to the video gamer forum, video gamer forums by heading to videogamer.com forward slash forums and talk to some like minded people where we do some question or some uh, little prize giveaways every now and again. Uh, you can email us, podcast at videogamer.com. Tell us how you get on over your Christmas. Uh, you can also get an extra bit of podcast as well if you want, or you can get four monthly podcasts, extra ones, by heading to VGBG, uh, by becoming a VGBG VIP. You know, I'm, I'm already, I'm on the beach, Josh. I'm, I'm on mm. my, oh, fuck, I've checked out already. Making You're an gone. absolute You're shambles of, of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, become a VGBG VIP by heading to patreon.com forward slash video gamer you can also rate and review us on iTunes only 7 stars please you can follow us on Twitter I am at Colm underscore Hearn Josh is at Joshy Wise and 
Buckham, even though he's not here. Rich is at RichieWA2. Mm. Uh, you can also follow Video Gamer on all of your relevant social networks, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Video Gamer Common, and YouTube, YouTube.com, Bogus at Video Gamer TV. But for all of your Video Gamer needs over the Christmas period, because there will be stuff going up all throughout. We love uh, it. All throughout Christmas and into the new year, head mm-hmm. to VideoGamer.com. Come. Yes. So yeah, thank you very much for listening to the show throughout the year. I mean, I'd imagine I'd probably do a similar thing uh, on the Game of the Year podcast anyway at the end. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, it's been a delight to have you. Have a lovely Christmas mm-hmm. and a delightful New Year and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week and then we'll have. The, we're not stopping. We don't. No, we, we don't. We don't, we don't stop. stop we don't train. sleep. We no. don't leave the office really. Yeah. It's all. We're, we're like, we 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 kill ourselves for you. We we, Some we sort of yeah, yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, now it's time for a least for Barry Show. This is Barry Show. It's been the listener and you. So say goodbye, Josh Wise. Goodbye and say goodbye, Colin Mahern Slawn Guffold.